Hi, everybody. This is Jimmy DeYoung. Thank you for joining us to take a look at the book. And this time, we're going to look at the book of Daniel. Daniel is a prophet that reveals a timeline for the Gentile world. In fact, it is that phrase in the times of the Gentiles that is introduced in Daniel and helps us to understand the end-time activities of major world powers as we quickly approach the return of Jesus Christ. In the next few moments, you will listen to a portion of an introduction that I have made to my five-hour CD audio study of the book of Daniel. I hope that you will consider studying the entire book. But before we talk to you about that, let's listen now to this introduction of the book of Daniel. Now, in accord with that, God has given us three prophetic books that lay out timelines for each of the strands of the human family. The book of Revelation starts at the resurrection of Jesus Christ. Remember Revelation chapter 1, verse 18? I am he that was alive and dead, and I now stand before you alive. And so he spoke at the resurrection of who he was, guaranteeing, by the way, who he was. And from the resurrection, Revelation 1 to Revelation 22, it unfolds a timeline for the Christian. And that is how a Christian will understand where he is in God's timeline, by studying, in particular, the book of Revelation. The book of Ezekiel starts at the Babylonian captivity. At the Babylonian captivity, it takes Ezekiel, second phase of Nebuchadnezzar coming into Jerusalem to take Jewish people out of Jerusalem back into the Babylonian captivity, that took place in 597 B.C., 597 years before the birth of Christ. And so at that phase, then Ezekiel starts, and Ezekiel takes the Jew from that point into eternity future. Ezekiel 48 is the dividing of the land to the tribes of Israel. One way I know that God's not finished with Israel yet. He divides their land in Ezekiel chapter 48. Chapter 40 to 46, he tells them about their temple that he's going to rule and reign from in Jerusalem. Chapter 47, he talks about water flowing from that temple. Now, I'll discuss that, by the way. Interesting incident has been taking place in Jerusalem. But uh, he talks about that and then moves into dividing of the land for the 12 tribes of Israel. That's eternity future for the Jewish people. Now the book of Daniel. The book of Daniel is a timeline for the Gentile. A timeline for the Gentile, and he lays out all this kind of unfold for the Gentile. The Gentile period, starting with the Babylonian captivity. Uniquely, in a genealogy in Matthew, Matthew chapter 1, remember the genealogy from Abraham to Jesus Christ? Matthew 1, you know what it says? And the summation of it is in verse 17. In Matthew 1, 17, the author says, and from Abraham to David, King David, was 14 generations. And from King David to the carrying away into the captivity was 14 generations. And from the carrying away of the captivity until Jesus was 14 generations. If you've ever been to the church of nativity in Bethlehem, and you went down into the crypt, you saw right there a 14-pointed star, referring back to Matthew 1, 17. Isn't it interesting? Think that again. 
from Abraham to King David, 14 generations, from King David to the carrying away of the captivity. That's the Babylonian captivity. That's what we're talking about. It's the time frame of history which Daniel and Ezekiel are written in. And here it is that he is putting in the context of a genealogy. Normally, always, as far as I know, unless somebody else can tell me differently, always, as far as I know, every genealogy only extends out the timeline of families, of human beings. And right in the middle of that is dropped a historic event, the Babylonian captivity. And that is essential for our understanding of the book of Daniel, that the Babylonian captivity started a different phase in history, prophetically and unique to God's plan. What was the history of the time of Daniel? Well, remember the, the Egyptians had been the ruling peoples of the world until they were defeated by the Assyrians. And then the Assyrians, headquartered in Nineveh, uh, they came in, defeated the Egyptians, and they were also the ones responsible in 722 B.C. for defeating Israel, the ten tribes after the division of uh, the twelve tribes of Israel, after the reign of King Solomon. Ten went in the north, that was Israel. Two stayed in the south, that was Judah. 722 B.C., the Assyrian Empire takes into captivity the people in the ten northern tribes called Israel. About that time, the Babylonian peoples are starting to come to power. And they're at least making some entree into the world scene. And that continues on for about a hundred years. And now the Egyptians are trying to get back on top of the Assyrians. And so they come to attack the Assyrians and the Babylonians from out near where the Persian Gulf is located. Babylon was located in what we know as modern-day Iraq. If you have in your mind's eye, I wish I had a map, I don't, but if you have in your mind's eye, about in the middle of the state of Iraq is Baghdad. The Euphrates River comes on one side of Baghdad, the Tigris on the other side. The Euphrates comes and goes on down. They join together about 60 miles north of the Persian Gulf. Maybe you have in your mind's eye from looking at some of those maps during the Gulf Crisis. And if you, where the Euphrates and Tigris come together, you go back up about 60 miles up the Euphrates River, you come to what is Babylon. And I said that correctly, what is Babylon? It was then, it is today Babylon. It is being refurbished even as we speak. But there at Babylon was the headquarters for the Babylonian Empire. And so Nebuchadnezzar, son of the Babylonian emperor at that time, is given direction by his father to go up to Assyria and up what we know of modern-day Syria and try to assist the Egyptians in defeating the Assyrians. But their game plan was when they got up and started assisting the Egyptians, wipe out the Assyrians and then go and drive Egypt back down through that land bridge. Now in your mind's eye, here is uh, Assyria or what we know as modern-day Syria, and then down here would be Egypt, and between Syria and Egypt is a land bridge called Israel. Cana at that time, Israel. And, and so they were then, to, the, uh, under the Babylonians under Nebuchadnezzar would come down this land bridge, driving Egypt back into their land and taking them under control. As Nebuchadnezzar turned around and started back towards Babylon, he came by Jerusalem, he saw Jerusalem, he saw a temple in Jerusalem. He had never seen anybody worshiping the God that they were worshiping in the system 
under which they were worshiping at the Jewish temple on the Temple Mount in Jerusalem. So he decided to take several hostages. Have you ever heard that phrase before? He took several hostages. And uh, he took the, uh, Daniel and the three Hebrew children, he took them back up over the Fertile Crescent, took them back into Babylon, who was going to use them, train them, prepare them to lead because he had plans. And, of course, that history tells us is exactly what happened. Uh, That was in 605 B.C. In 597, he comes in and takes Ezekiel and about 10,000 Jews out to Babylon. And then in 586, he comes in and wipes out the city of Jerusalem, devastates the temple, and brings the other Jews back into Babylon, except for Jeremiah and a handful of his people who go down into Egypt. But that sets the history as far as Babylon is concerned. Uh, 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 Daniel is concerned. Thank you for joining us as we have taken a look at the book of Daniel a timeline for the Gentile world powers that lead up to the return of the Lord Jesus Christ. It is an interesting study, and you have only been able to listen to an introduction of this study of the book of Daniel. If you would be interested in the entire five-hour study that will be delivered to you in CD form, you can call our toll-free number, and our people can tell you how you can order your study of the book of Daniel. That toll-free number is 8-PROPHECY-8. Now, that's the short way to remember it. It's translated into 877-674-3298. Or you can also go to our website, www.prophecytoday.com, and be able to order this study on Daniel. It is an essential study for your understanding of end-time events leading up to the second coming of Jesus Christ. By the way, let me remind you, seven years prior to the second coming of Christ, the rapture takes place when you and I as Christians will be caught up to be with him in the air forevermore. And that could happen at any moment. And having said that, nothing left for me to say except let's keep looking up until...